Welcome back into the program, everybody. I'm Scott Prather. It's ESPN1420.com. And uh, as promised, joining me now, the Deputy Director of Athletics for Louisiana's Raging Cajuns, Nico Yanko. Um, I, I was telling some other media members this on a Zoom call, media members that don't work here in this building. I'm like, I, I, I'm used to seeing you weekly covering this team I don't even remember the last time I actually saw you in person uh, because everything is just done via Zoom and and I'm not around the facilities like I would be in a normal season covering the team. So I don't remember the last time I saw you, but it's good to see you. It is good to see you, man, and and it's, uh, it's a great day. It's beautiful out. Happy Wear Red Friday. Tomorrow's game day. Uh, there's a lot of energy right now, and I'm excited. You know, obviously see you today, but tomorrow, you know, we're going to see – Cajun Nation for the first time in seven months here. So talk about, you know, the, the energy booming right now. We're, we're pumped up. It, there were there were plenty of moments where, you know, is, is college football even going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, I said when I let off my show at 7, you know, no one's immune to COVID-19, but college football, I guess, is undefeated against it because everyone that said they weren't playing has now said they are going to play. Yeah. Now, the Sun Belt never said they weren't. Um, they've been one of the... Uh, five that kind of remained steadfast that they were going to play, or yeah. six conferences rather, and um, and now here we are the day before game day, Nico, and I, I don't know, I don't even know where to start. I mean, the amount of planning that has gone into this, what has been the most difficult aspect of this whole thing? You know, I, I always start with the, the positives, right? And I, I think leadership, you know, whether that be our commissioner uh, Keith Gill. Dr. Savoy, Brian Maggard, the 80s in our conference, you know, the other conference commissioners, I think they've been incredibly measured and poised throughout this. Uh, and, and we know that there were some instances where conferences elected to not participate and now are getting back in the game. And, and I, I got to compliment those guys that approached this thing very analytically uh, with great compassion and great, uh, you know, just understanding of how to massage these situations on their on their campus footprint as well as on a national footprint so it's been very interesting but you got to compliment the leadership right now uh but from there you know with every challenge comes a new opportunity you know we've learned how to do things differently because of this uh we've become more efficient you know we were talking before we hopped on the air here just every decision has changed now everything things that you wouldn't normally have to worry about you worry about but it makes your organization that much better moving forward, and that's where anything in our organization has been. Uh, you know, if if not come out of this better, we've definitely come out more efficient on how we can handle these things, and we've learned a ton. So, uh, being insatiable, you know, learners, part of the higher education world, right? This is a good thing for us. Um, let's talk about some things that will obviously be different tomorrow. Um, you know, we've we've done our best to get the word out, obviously, with game day guidelines. And as you know, Nico, a lot of people might just read the Cliffs notes or might not go read the minute details. They just see 25% capacity. Yeah. Um, I know that fans that are going tomorrow know the details, but just for the community as a whole, what are the game day guidelines like this year? I appreciate you spotlighting this specific point here, Scott. And, and the key here is, yes, a restaurant or, yes, the mall or wherever you may go is at a 25% capacity limitation. However, a sporting venue is much different because everything is dictated upon 
the social distancing measures, which is still a six-foot radius uh, between parties, if you will. So for us, every spot or plot of seats, right, those pods of seats within our venue, each set of those will have a six-foot radius around them. So every time we allocated a seat in the seat allocation, a six-foot radius was created around those seat pods. So it's been an incredibly challenging process, uh, but we, we've made it through and we're excited for tomorrow. Um, I think we're going to be very, very close to calling this a sellout uh, with a capacity close to about 5,300 people uh, or, or, desig- or distributed seats uh, you know, on that front. So it's been very unique. But that's one thing to point out is capacity is one thing, but that is not what how it translates to a sport venue because everything is dictated off of the seat manifest. And we're going to be a little bit closer to about you know, let's call it 17, 18% end of day. So uh, when you say seat pods, mm-hmm. you, you, is, is a pod a single seat or is it like a family? Uh, like if it's a, yeah. it's a family that has three or four tickets, when, when you say seat pods, what is the, is so, it a very specific number or is it vary? So it varies. Um, and we did this intentionally based off of our reserve seat holders, uh, seat accounts, if you will, tickets in their accounts. We didn't want to force an individual who had a single ticket to buy more than one seat. We wanted to give that person to have that opportunity to go and enjoy the game they need to. Um, So the majority, the overwhelming majority of our fans had that opportunity to select the exact amount of seats that were in their account previously on uh, for for these upcoming games as a new part of the season ticket package for these five home games. Um, So we had to, to, to break that out a little bit. Also, one thing that's very popular with our fan base is the family five packs. So we got a lot of five pods in there. Outside of the, you know, the average is normally about a three to four set of seats. We've done a good job of of mapping that out. Additionally, there will be general admission seating uh, up in the upper decks, so folks will have a chance to go up there. And as of yesterday, the hill will now be made available as a general admission area. That was uh, that was a recent development that we had previously not had access to, and now will. But again, those will be socially distanced. Uh, blocks of available uh, seats, if you will, on the hill. So general admission, um, <clears throat> if folks are listening right now and want to be part of that, are they able to? So right now uh, we are currently not selling any single game tickets and we are not selling, we have not sold any new season tickets because we wanted to prioritize individuals that renewed by the deadline mm-hmm. uh, deadlines. You know, we've had several throughout the year to give folks an opportunity to participate as season ticket holders and RCAF investors. Uh, so for us, it was really important to honor those folks. So as of now, we are not making any seat inventory available. However, that could change. And, and, and I did you know, mention this to a, a Kevin Foote in an article this week and, and our staff, and it's good to use this platform as well. A lot of the single game availability is going to be dictated upon what we have uh, redeemed by our visiting team. So if they don't take the entire allotment of tickets, there could be there could be an opportunity for some single game availability, but it'll be incredibly limited. So now more than ever, it's an opportunity for us to say, hey, there's a demand for tickets. And uh, I think folks know that there's an incentive now to become a season ticket holder, and we can't wait. We can't wait around longer uh, to to wait for the the discounts that'll come out on the single game pricing. So that's just one of the things to keep in mind is uh, the importance of getting on board, understanding the RCF priority ranking process as an investor. Uh, so there's just a lot of variables that this has given us an opportunity to help educate our fan base more on the processes 
because our, our limited capacities are creating more of a demand. Um, social distancing required. I noticed uh, online you have little six-foot, um, I guess, circular stickers on the seats. I mean, is it – there are actual markings. I imagine that took a while to uh, – to set up, but are those across all of Cajun Field? Yeah, uh, so actually we'll have some more work going today. It's It's been a ha- all hands on deck, uh, not only past seven, eight months, specifically the past probably 48 hours. Uh, our team, you know, John Dugas, David Faber, Connor Whalen, Patrick Crawford, even Dr. Maggard's out there. Uh, we're, we're, we're mapping seats out on the venue, making sure everybody knows where to sit on game day. And we'll have some stickers that say, thank you for social distancing. Please sit here. But we'll also have some stickers that say, you know, skip this row, don't sit here, those type of seats. So you'll see stickers designated on the seats that are available for you. Uh, additionally, uh, the chairback seats that aren't available will be zip-tied, so they'll be closed up so folks won't have a chance to actually open up those seats. This is, again, just to uh, provide a much more uh, safe venue experience for our fans. In uh, Nico Yanko, Deputy Director of Athletics for Louisiana's Raging Cajuns, our guest, ESPN1420.com. I'm Scott Prather. I imagine with a short staff, this undertaking has been uh, quite a uh, quite a challenge. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of work that's going into this and, um, you know, to make it work, but it's, it's better than the alternative. We got college football and, and doing everything you can to do it in a safe manner. Uh, and, and again, if folks, if, if you're a, a hardcore Cajun fan um, and you're not feeling well, don't go to the game, mm-hmm. right? I mean, do do your part. And when you go to the game, assuming you're feeling well, you know, practice practice the social distancing. They have made it as easy as possible for you to follow these protocols. And uh, one of them is, as much as we love it, as much as tailgating is part of this culture, we got to be smart. And there is no tailgating and RV parking during the 2020 season. And I know some folks are good. Look, look if you want to tailgate, do it. Wake up early. Do it in your living room. Enjoy it. Just don't do it out of Cajun Field and with a lot of folks. Uh, this is... I know this isn't something that y'all want to do, Nico, but it's something you have to do because it's the right thing to do. That's right. And again, this is one thing that we've been mentioning to folks here is this is temporary. But the better that we can be uh, disciplined, uh, you know, as a fan base, as a staff, as a as a as a football program, as any sporting program, as a community, I think the faster we'll see some resolve to this. But right now, I you know. You know, looking ahead for men's basketball, women's basketball, baseball, softball, I don't think the social distancing measures are going to go away anytime soon. So we all just need to start really acclimating to this new process and these new normals. But again, this is temporary. We're going to get through this. So we'll come back to the the things that Cajun Nation does so well, and that's the hospitable environment. That's the tailgating atmosphere. It's the joie de vie that everybody really embraces here. And we'll get back to that. But for now, it's just going to be a little bit different. Okay, we can still have fun. We just need to be a little bit safer. And, you know, we encourage folks to wear masks at game days. However, if you're in your seat pod, so your your socially distant seats, um, you know, you can drop your mask to enjoy your, uh, you know, your Coke product or your hot dog or your prepackaged concessions. Uh, so these are just some good opportunities for us to, uh, you know, take care of one another right now. So, yeah, if you are feeling unwell, please stay home. Uh, but if you're not and you have those tickets, to see you and uh, we need you as always arrive early you know be loud stay late and uh let's wear some red uh, speaking of arriving early um 
Parking and stadium gates open two hours prior to kickoff, so 9 a.m., uh, and that's going to be the case at uh, each home game. And uh, arrive, Cajun field, practice social distancing, like you said, mask up. Uh, there's no Cajun walk, obviously. Some of the things you're used to, that that's not going to be happening. Um, you know, you don't want players all walking close to each other and giving all the fans high fives. So, uh, but, you know, mask up, like you said, if you're in your seat and you're eating, that's one thing. But when you're walking and you're going to the bathroom, you're going to concessions. And speaking of concessions, six feet between each guest and everything's prepackaged. It's not like you're going to be, you know, using the, uh, the, the, the drink dispenser and, you know, getting it all lathered up and, and, and flipping burgers. Everything is already uh, prepackaged, ready to, to hand in, um, you know, credit card readers. Please go cashless, guys, right? As much as you can do your part, whether it be wearing the mask, whether it be bringing a credit card, don't tr- we, we don't need to be exchanging cash. In accordance with the executive order from the governor's office, there's not going to be alcohol permitted inside Cajun Field to be sold. These are just the things that are that are reality of right now, but you get to see the Cajuns in person. And, uh, Nico, they're ranked number 19 in the country. Number 19, Scott, that's fun. And, uh, no, you, you hit it on the head. You know, we're going to open up parking lot gates two hours pre, uh, pre-kickoff, pre as well as the gates to Cajun Field. And that's just to minimize the amount of, uh, of foot traffic, I think, throughout the parking lots. However, if you want to show up two hours early and just hang out on the tailgate of your truck, you know, you and, and the party you traveled with, uh, feel free to do so. It's just we can't have tailgating like we normally would with mass gatherings at uh, certain locations. Uh, at the same time, we'll open up the Russo Park uh, will call office. Uh, so feel free to stop by there if you have any game day needs. Uh, but for those fans who are season ticket holders and RCAF investors who have qualified for a parking pass, we are opening up the Cajun Dome box office at 8 a.m. And that'll remain open until 10 a.m. so that you can pick up your parking pass and then go park at Cajun Field. And then again, uh, we've opened up the gates at Cajun Field two hours early as well so folks can get in. Watch some college game day again. You're a ranked football team, so I'm really excited to see uh, you know the the hype that comes with 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 that with uh, the great exposure on college game day, and then from there you hear some hear some things from uh, the Pride of Acadiana Band and some other fun entertainment that we'll have going on, and uh, we're looking forward to kicking off at 11 o'clock on ESPN two. What what is, in terms of the band? What's the protocol there? And and their. Uh, presence on game day yeah so the band the the pride of acadiana and our spirit programs our raging jazz and our cheerleaders will be in the same vicinity they normally are on game days uh, as far as the uh, east corner southeast corner of the venue our spirit programs will move from the sidelines to that area as well with the band they'll be socially distanced uh, so you'll have you know let's call it about three 325 individuals spaced out uh, for those who play the, I'm, I'm not a band expert, so so if, if my my band directors are listening, you know we're we're, we're grateful for all they've done because again they've had to prepare for this moment too. They'll have some coverings over the, I believe the horn instruments, so the if you're you know you're working through that so that there's not you know spreading any germs of anything from that nature. But uh, they'll be spaced out, but they're ready to come and uh, they're going to jam out this year. I'm excited to see them. I think you know socially distanced but able to play. Just hearing Georgia State and the band playing music last week, like hearing that during the game, I'm only speaking for me, and maybe someone thinks it's cheesy or whatever. I was like, this sounds like yeah. 
college football. Like the Iowa State game was was awesome, and I, you know, obviously, I'm I'm listening to, to to Jay and Gerald and Cody. And last week, hearing the band between plays, even though you know, certainly for Cajun fans, it was a stressful game. Yeah. Hearing the band made it. It just it it, it it's, it's college football. You know what I'm saying. And so I'm I'm uh, I'm happy to hear that uh, they're going to be able to do it and do it safely. And it just adds a, a whole other element it, to game day. It does. The um, the pageantry of game day is something that we're really still excited to provide that opportunity for our fans. And you're right. It, it just creates the environment. It sets the stage. And I, we've always said this, but a loud crowd, a great band, uh, you know, that, that gives us momentum in these games. So get there, get loud, let's have some fun. Uh, this is football, and, and we – we get to focus on the get-tos rather than the have-tos here. Fans, we get to go watch Cajun uh, number 19 Cajun team at Cajun Field this weekend. So let's go have some fun. Uh, how difficult has the communication process been in terms of you do you have a lot of lines of communication with the community, and yet I'm sure that there are perhaps thousands that, that want to reach out personally and ask all these questions. So to get all this information out there, how, how hard is that? Been? You know, I, I would say the challenging part of it is just the, it's a bit of a moving target based on, you know, whatever the CDC, the state, you know, local authorities have put in place. You know, we have to be very flexible on our end, but also very transparent on our end on where we're at and where we're going. So I would say, it, yeah, it's been challenging. Um, but we're we're grateful for the hard work our our communication team has put plans to release that information. But as all things, Scott, you know, we, we always do a quality control of those scenarios that we know we can improve on. So going into the the basketball seasons and the baseball softball seasons, you know, we're we're learning from this process to get uh, to anticipate what we need to do better the next go round of this. So uh, we're appreciative of of our Cajun Nation for being very in tune. Uh, you know, we always encourage folks to stay in tune with our website, our social platforms. Uh, we said, do I send out our in the know emails on Sundays? Uh, these things are all great avenues for you just to stay in the know, as we say, and to stay informed on all the things that are going on or changes that may happen. Because again, uh, we can only control so much where we can do the best we can to our abilities to know what's going to happen, but that may change overnight, you know? So a lot of this is just making sure that you continue to stay in tune and informed. And if you have questions, please reach out. We'll do our best to get back to those phone calls if we don't answer on that first ring. Uh, but if you can, you know, please continue to look up ragingcajuns.com backslash game day, and that'll have all the information you need to know about game day at Cajun Field. Uh, and then we'll continue to do so the same with basketball and uh, both our baseball and softball programs. Deputy Director of Athletics, Nico Yanko from Louisiana's Raging Cajuns, our guest, ESPN1420.com. Um, how, I mean, how much can you, can you think about or do you have to think about basketball and some of the sports that are coming next after fall sports with everything else going into just game day and, as you said, a moving target? Like, at what point does it become, all right, well, the date's this close, so we kind of have to get everything in line because, you, as you know, things can, can be fluid. Things can change. Yeah. Once we get through, uh, it, here's the other thing is we have a very distracted marketplace, right? There's so much going on. There's so much information to over, almost overload, right, to where uh, we need to kind of take it one step at a time and uh, don't bite off more than you can chew. We need mm -hmm. to provide that kind of service and kind of spoon feed, you know, our, our fan base a little bit here. 
So once we get through Saturday, later next week, early the following week, we're going to start rolling out some communication on men's and women's basketball. And hopefully not too long after that, we'll get into the diamond sports as well of what to anticipate as far as game day policies, procedures at this point, um, seed allocation processes. Um, you know, we're going to have a little bit more time to prepare than we did for the football allocation. I'll be candid with you. Uh, we were uh, basically, we took some information that we got, uh, you know, the Friday and over the weekend and turned it into a seed allocation process no more than three days later. So uh, there's just a lot of decisions and, and plans that have to be laid out. But with men's and women's basketball, as well as the diamond sports, uh, we kind of know what to anticipate now, and we're, we have a plan in place that will get that thoroughly communicated to the public. Again, once we get through this first home game, we'll start rolling that information out later next week and the following week. Nico Yanko, Deputy Director of Athletics at UL, our guest. I, I think in this might sound like a ridiculous question, but because of everything going on, do you almost have to remind yourself that the Cajuns are ranked in the top 25? Like in a normal season – I think, look, the excitement level is palpable. There's no question. But in a normal season for you guys, like it's you, you kind of you kind of know what to expect on game day because you've done it before and you're it's very busy. There's a lot of work, but it's also kind of part of a routine. Mm-hmm. Now you got all this other stuff going on. Do you have to almost remind yourself, man, we got one of the best teams in the country? You know, Scott, going into this year and knowing the the work that Coach Napier and that football team have put in place. Uh, we don't have to remind ourselves how talented and special this group is. Uh, and the fact that we're number 19, I think, only makes our team hungrier to continue to want to push forward. So uh, we don't have to remind ourselves, but we're going to do the best we can to remind our fan base that this team is ranked uh, for the first time in modern in the modern you know APA and, or, uh, AP era and coaching poll era. So we're really pumped up about that, and you know we're going to continue to build the momentum. And uh, we got to continue to position ourselves to capitalize on it, too. Nico, anything else you want to add uh, to game day tomorrow or anything we haven't covered that a uh, word you want to get out? You know, again, just a reminder, folks, uh, let's get there. You know, please get there at 9 a.m. Uh, the, the, we'll start opening those gates. The longer you wait to show up on game day, those longer those lines will get to get in those parking lots. So uh, we're working with our local uh, uh, law enforcement community and, and our parking and transit community on campus to make sure that we're doing this as swiftly as possible, uh, but with a shorter window to access Cajun Field, we need to get there uh, again early so that we can start letting folks in, and then from there, uh, get into the stadium, get your uh, you know your beverages and your 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 concessions, get to your seats, and just enjoy the day. Let's have some fun and remind ourselves again: we get to watch college football and a ranked team at that at Cajun Field tomorrow. So bring the noise and let's have some fun with some great weather. I might add. That's right. Um, former college quarterback yourself, how's your arm these days? <laughs> we get we can go out there and, and have some fun, but I'll tell you what, it hurts a heck of a lot more when the next day. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like I don't know, man. Whenever you like, I, I, you don't throw football for years, and it's like Thanksgiving, and you go outside and you start throwing, and then after like a few minutes, you're like everything hurts. <laughs> yeah, what is going on? You start just like anyway. No. <laughs> I, uh, I I I mean I, I saw a, a video of you last year on social just like right through the uprights just nailing. <laughs> oh, we, we had some fun, you know. We, we always try How many to. Takes was that by the way? Uh, well, one. Okay, so. all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Before that one, <laughs> we uh, we had some fun as a staff. We always try to keep it light, you know. These- 
uh, incredibly time consuming, but it's always important for us to focus on the culture within our, our staff. And, uh, we got some really good people on our team and sometimes you just got to go out there and, uh, have some fun and, and keep it light and, uh, and get a chance to get to know everybody. And, and yeah, my arm hurt like heck the next day, man. I'm just telling you. But yeah, that was a fun one. Louisiana's Rage Occasions ranked 19th kickoff tomorrow at home. Look to go to 3-0, and 2-0 and in Sunbelt Conference play. Hosting the Georgia Southern Eagles. Uh, gates open at 9. Wear your mask. Practice social distancing. No tailgating. No Cajun walk. But um, enjoy the game. They're ranked 19th in the country. Uh, 11 a.m. kickoff. Pre-game at 9 a.m. here, ESPN 1420.com and Learfield IMG College. Steve Peliquin and Ragey Cajun Hall of Famer Chris Gannon have it for you. Kickoff at 11. We invite you to listen to the call, whether you're going to the game or at home. If you're watching on ESPN2, turn down the volume on the TV, turn it up on the radio. But uh, for everybody going to the game tomorrow, uh, enjoy it. It's going to be great. And uh, you get to see, as Nico said, one of the better teams in all of college football. Deputy Athletics Director over at Louisiana, Nico Yanko, has been our guest. Nico, I'll talk to you again, man. It's been a while uh, in terms of seeing you in person, but good to see you, and uh, we'll talk soon, all right? Thanks, Scott. See you guys tomorrow. Go Cajuns. Don't go anywhere. More of the great Scott Show continues right after this.